Hello, you little king cakes, and welcome to episode 47 of Hungry in Kentucky. I'm Sarah from Bluegrass Bourbon and Eats, and today we're scopping, baby. Here in the Cameron, or, yeah, here in the Cameron Cave, I'm joined by my snow-hating blogging partner, Renee, over at the Harris Homestead. I'm freezing to death. And our also snow-hating producer, Carrie, down in Fort Lewis Studios. Can't stand it. Hate everything right now. Well, I guess that tells me how you guys are doing then. <laughs> not, honestly, to, to, to be perfectly, frankly honest with you, not great. Not great. I absolutely despise the fact that I can't go outside and run. Like, I hate it. I hate it so much. I hate it. I hate it. I hate that it. Does suck. <laughs> hey, do you hate it by chance? I hate it. <laughs> I couldn't tell. Yeah, I think we're all over this winter weather situation right about now, that's for sure. And we're getting more in like a day or two. Like, I could have, I, that notification from the Weather Channel came up on my phone this morning and I could have cried. <laughs> because, and I'll talk about it in a minute, I had a very harrowing experience trying to go to work this morning and I'm traumatized for life. But, um, yeah, we'll talk about that here in a little bit. Um, I feel like we had a pretty lively episode last week. I, for one, truly hope that our tour of Central Kentucky's local restaurants becomes a real thing once we're all vaccinated and this weather doesn't suck. Yeah, because we got a designated driver, yo. That's right. <laughs> yes. Anyway, we got a lot of stuff to talk about today. It's Fat Tuesday as we record this episode. It is. It, but before we go any further. It's also, you got to point out too, it's also Shrove Tuesday. Yeah, why don't you tell us what Shrove Tuesday is? Because so, I can't remember. So basically, Shrove Tuesday—it's—it's it's kind of a United Kingdom thing, right? It's—it's it's a Protestant deal, right? B- before Lent, the day before Lent, they call it, call it—you know—the Catholics are doing the Mardi Gras thing, right? But the Lutherans and the Protestants are doing the Shrove Tuesday thing, where you—you're still supposed to be like semi-gluttonous. But, you know, obviously the Catholics are way more into alcohol than the Protestants. So that's why you get the whole Mardi Gras thing. And the Protestants decided that it was time to eat pancakes. So that's why today is also National Pancake Day. Technically because of Shrove Tuesday. Man, I feel like our man Scott let us down, not letting us know it was National Pancake Day. Well, you you know, IHOP apparently... Canceled their canceled their thing that they were supposed to be having today, and they've moved it to April. Which whatever, but it, the whole the whole thing is 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 on the back of Shrove Tuesday. Did I hop change back to burgers? Is that what happened? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I still uh-huh. on Scott to tell me what National Food Day is, though, so, and he didn't tell us, so I'm blaming him. Well, he just he said Mardi Gras, so and that's traditionally like I I don't think a lot of people in the United States like know Shrove Tuesday. You know what I'm saying? Like they don't they don't know that it's supposed to be Shrove Tuesday. It's called Shrove Tuesday. I mean. Yeah. I didn't know. And I'm just joking with you, Scott. We love it when you let us know what day it is. Yes. These are all very important things we need to know. It is. It's true. Yeah. He's doing. Please he, keep it up. I enjoy it. Doing good work out there. He sure is. Well, if you work in the restaurant industry or have a food blog or anything related to food, let us know. We'd love to have you on the podcast. You can slide into our DMs on Twitter and Instagram at HungryNKY, or you can send us an email. We're HungryNKY at gmail.com. And we can also do Skype or Facebook Messenger calls, too, if you're not local and you want to be on with us. We're doing a Skype call right now, so 
look, you're hearing it in the flesh. But not on Zoom. I've talked about it every single episode for a year now. I don't like Zoom. Hey, I've used it enough we, at work. Did you notice we don't look old? I mean, I'm starting to come to grips with the fact that I may be looking old. <laughs> it's not. Are you coming to grips with the fact that it's it's actually you and not Zoom? You're like, it's not you, it's me. Yeah. It's not you. It's 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 actually you and not Zoom. Yeah, I'm finally reaching that age where my face is... I literally went from looking like an 18-year-old to looking like a 40-year-old overnight, I feel like. And I'm not even 40, so... It changes in an instant, people. Don't even... Don't be fooled by baby faces. You don't know how long you're going to have. <laughs> you could have them forever. They could be gone in the blink of an eye. So... That's, I mean, that doesn't change the fact we're still not going to use Zoom. This so. is true, yeah. And you know what else we're not going to use? Microsoft Teams either, because that somehow is even worse than Zoom. But is it really? We have that. We, we got that loaded on our work computers, and uh, I, we haven't used it yet. We're still using Zoom for our stuff, um, but it's, it's, it's on my computer. Well, actually, fun fact for Renee, we're gonna getting rid of Skype on Friday and exclusively using Teams. So, see, well, I never used Zoom. It. I never used it anyway. See, we were supposed to we were we were supposed to get rid of Skype, the Skype Messenger thing, um, mm-hmm. but that hasn't happened yet. So I don't know when so that. What's people's beef with Skype this week? that they're uh, that everybody's abandoning them? I think part of the fact is that with this new, with this, because they uploaded, they, they, the Office 365, and I think it's just in terms of dealing with the whole package of 365, because it's got Teams and Outlook and everything interconnects with everything else, and I I think it's just a matter of that kind of thing. Yeah. It's in the family of apps with, like, Word and Outlook and PowerPoint and all that stuff, so probably integrates better. Yeah, and Skype Messenger is kind of like an outlier type of thing, so. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be an adjustment. I was going to say, Skype, we still love you. If you ever want to sponsor the podcast, we are pro-Skype. No kidding. I mean, we're just getting rid of Skype for business, so we ain't getting rid of the regular Skype. Oh, no, 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 no. No. I I still got that on my home computer, so we're good. Yeah, yeah. Alrighty, so what have you guys been up to? (laughs) 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 I mean, I guess it goes without saying that last week there was an ice storm. This week there was what was supposed to be a snowstorm, but turned into an ice storm. And toward the end of the week, we're getting another snowstorm. So, yeah, it's just been ice city over here. Ice, ice, baby. Winter apocalypse. I don't know why I keep saying yeah, Snowmageddon. Yeah, see, I was going going to go with Snowmageddon, and you know, on GBS, I, I changed my mind because I feel like if you get the whole package with the sleet and the freezing rain and the snow, you're getting a winter apocalypse, right? You're getting the whole winter yeah. package, right? Um, <laughs> yeah, you signed up for the frozen, whatever, stay in the frozen castle at Disney. I, I don't know. <laughs> Well, I'm going to assume you guys haven't really gone anywhere because you both hate getting out when it's snowy and icy outside. But I've had to go to work and listen to these two harrowing tales. Um, Well, the first one's not so bad. Uh, It's been quite some time since I was frozen out of my car, but that happened last week. And this week, I got frozen inside my car. What? I don't ask me. Don't ask me how that happened. I don't know. But this... I had a story about last week, but today's story is way worse. So, 
I look outside my window at like 5.30 this morning. It doesn't look too terribly bad. So I was like, okay. Excuse me. I think I think I don't think it'll be as bad as what everyone keeps saying it's gonna be like outside. So I'll go out there really early to try and start the car. Whole thing's frozen. But I went through that last week, so I know what to expect. So I busted through the ice to get in the door. I have to last week I had to defrost the car for forty five minutes to even get like a third of the ice off of it. So I just went ahead and did that. Um today I busted no lie at least an inch if not more of ice off the hood of my car like i was picking up giant glacier sized pieces of ice and throwing them in the grass i let that run forever for like 40 minutes go to get in it get the rest of the ice off of it i'm like okay i'm ready to go get in the car turn it on but it reverse it don't move so i was like oh good so i'm stuck in the sparking spot so text the boss tell him i'm gonna be late so then I think, okay, I'm going to go inside. I'm going to go back through inside to the deck on the building, get the shovel. Can't get the screen door open on the deck. Luckily, I have stairs on the deck. So I walked all the way around the corner and up the stairs that were covered in several inches of ice. I get to that door. That door is frozen shut. So now I can't get to the shovel to get my car out of the spot. So I sit here and pace around and think about it. And that's when I start having a little bit of a breakdown. Like, I can't handle this anymore. So then I go back down the stairs, back around the corner. And I just keep trying to move forward, move backward, move forward, move backward. I can't. So then I go to get out of the car to go look for something in the house. I can't get out of the car. I thought the door just locked on me. The door was unlocked. It just won't open. So then I start really panicking that I'm frozen inside of my car. I'm going to die in here. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen. It's so early in the morning. I had to crawl across the passenger seat and kick that door open. And then I finally looked up a recipe for deicer. I had to make a gallon and a half of deicer, pour it all the way underneath the car, just like chucking like water and alcohol and Dawn dishwashing soap everywhere. I mean, it took me an hour and a half to get out of my parking spot. I was 45 minutes late to work. <laughs> It was awful, awful. And then I saw the thing about snow on Thursday and almost started crying. <laughs> it was so terrible. But I made it, so. That definitely is a herring story. And I will just say, hashtag blessed to have a garage. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say Gosh. with that story. Hashtag. And, and, and you know what, people? You know what? We actually use our garage to put the cars in. <laughs> We, yeah, we, we enjoy our cars being in the garage, especially during this weather. I was sitting in the car, not being able to move, and not, I was kind of moving it. I was like, I'm going to try one more time, and if this car doesn't go, I'm texting the boss and telling him I'm working from home. And then I guess that's what made it just back all the way up out of the driveway, because that got it out. But uh, yeah, it was... This morning was a wild ride. It was a lot better coming home, but the roads are still not great. And yesterday was an F to death burning pile of caca. So, well, I really did. I appreciated. I appreciated that text uh, in the middle of recording <laughs> GPS because I'm. I heard. I'm, I'm sitting here looking at the at the screen, and uh, I don't. We were talking. I think we were. Ta oh, we were doing the RIPs. We we're in the, in the middle of the RIPs. And uh, your text dropped down, and I was like, I read it, and I was like, oh, I should probably reference that, because that's a good text. <laughs> well, 
Well, I, I sent it and then I texted Renee by herself and was like, "Oh, I forgot she's recording GBS right now." That's okay. So. You, you got a you got a shout out for uh, saying that the roads were absolutely terrible. So that was our GBS, set, you know, uh, traffic traffic and weather yeah. together update <laughs> on the tens. I I did hear it, so I'm glad I got to make an accidental cameo. But um, yeah, so that was terrible. But you know. It is what it is. Um, I had on my nice thermal uh, leggings, which I still have on, and I got to work and realized I was accidentally kind of uh, cute and professional looking, so I just kept them on. (laughs) I've just been wearing long socks and thermal leggings and my snow boots in this pullover all day. So, you know, look, it all turned out well in the end. So, yeah, do what you got to do. There's that. On Friday, there was a day where we didn't have snow in the forecast. It was sort of snow lingering, ice lingering, but not in the forecast. So my my friend Brittany came by, picked me up, and we kind of went out running around a little bit in Richmond. And there's a bakery that's been popping up on my social feed, social media feed. It's called Bespoke Bakery and Cafe. And I told her, I was like, We've got to go check this place out. It looks really good. So it turns out it's in the mall, the old Richmond mall that's barely being used, really. But it's it's there. As soon as you walk in the doors, you make an immediate right, and it's right there. And it's it's a, it's a very small shop, but it's very cute. And they had a uh, case that was full of cupcakes and cookies. They had some pre-made cakes already ready to go. You could just grab them and walk out the door with them. Uh, you, there was coffee brewing. You could smell that. They had chocolate-covered strawberries, uh, which my pregnant friend is uh, craving at the moment, which is one of the reasons I wanted to go in there. But I did get to get one place that I've been wanting to visit off of my list, but that's as far as I've gotten because of the weather. I have still yet to get to Greyline. So, but that's at least one thing. Uh, every, I think everything over there is closed now, right now anyway. I think right. North Lime, North Lime, I think, think even closed again today, and pretty much air, air, all the breweries around here are closed, and everything closed. Yeah, it was a sad day. Nothing yeah. seems to be open, but it shouldn't be. The weather's too bad. But um, last week, I think it was last week, two weeks ago, whenever Renee and I both got our second COVID vaccines. Yeah, so that's good. How'd that go for Renee, you, Renee? Yeah, how'd that go? I'll let you go first. Uh, I had heard from a lot of people that have had theirs that they've gotten pretty sick off of their second one. Sick just meaning flu-like symptoms. So body aches, uh, fever, nausea, some people vomiting, that kind of thing. So, So since it's happened to so many people, I just kind of assumed it was going to happen to me. So I prepared. I had my shot for my last day of my work week. So the next day I was going to be off. I had already mentally prepared for a pajama day. I'd already mentally prepared not to feel well. So I had some ibuprofen and Tylenol on hand. I got some Gatorade. I got some chicken noodle soup. I was completely fine with just laying around the house doing nothing. But as the night progressed, couldn't tell anything and I was like well okay that's fine next day I'm probably going to start feeling bad I never felt bad so I was like I'm I'm one of the few I guess pretty blessed to be able to get the shot and not feel bad my arm a little stiff 
not bad. Um, the first shot, I think my arm was a little bit more stiff, but I think the lady actually got me to relax a little bit more when she gave me this one. So I didn't even really have, like my arm didn't really bother me either. I really didn't feel anything. So, so I guess I could say I'm blessed on that end of it. Yeah, same exact thing happened to me. Like, my arm was a little more sore this time, but I didn't have any symptoms, and I was bracing for them. I did the same thing. I went to the store and got a bunch of comfort foods, yeah, Powerade, and a bunch of medicine, and literally, like, uh, the slightest of fevers. And I slept all weekend. I got mine on a Friday and just slept all weekend, but I think I was just tired from the week. That had been a stressful week. So, but yeah, I mean, no symptoms really. Now it seems like the two of us and John didn't have any symptoms. There's now been several people at work that didn't have symptoms either. So my, it's my, a real crap shoot. My mom shoveled her driveway the next day. She felt fine. Nice. That's awesome. And she's in her 70s. So <laughs> it's like, it's either not hitting people at all or it's hitting them, like incapacitating them. It's like from zero to 100 and there is no in between. John read It's weird. John said that he's, he, I, I don't know if he read it or, or somebody he works with read it, read an article that said they think it's your blood type has something to do with it. Interesting. Um, I don't know my blood type. I don't so know mine either. Maybe- I don't know mine either. I need to find that out, I guess. Eh. I'm sure somebody will figure it out sometime. But no one's bothered to tell me, so. Yeah, not be done. But, um, I mean, this past weekend was the dreaded VD, which none of us here. I don't know. Do you like Valentine's Day, Renee? I can't remember. I mean, I like, I mean, I like Valentine's Day just fine, but the fact that it's two weeks before my birthday, I would rather celebrate my birthday and not celebrate Valentine's Day. So we okay. just have, like, I, I think I had talked about our, our last podcast, you have Christmas, and then our anniversary is January 14th, and then you have Valentine's Day, and then two weeks later is my birthday. It's just too much right in a roll, so we decided to kind of get rid of stuff, and we're like... Valentine's Day is going to have to be something we don't we don't really do. We we exchanged a card and some candy, but that's about it. Cool. And yeah. I assume you don't do anything, Carrie. Seems like a terrible holiday. You well, called it VD all week. So. Oh well, you know, you t- get a little shot of penicillin. I'll clear that right up. Um, well, you know, when you've after you've been married for uh, the two thousand four, how many years? Seventeen years. It would be in December, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, I mean, I've, yeah. I've said Valentine's Day is for teenagers, little kids, and people who have just started dating, right? More, mo- mostly teenagers who have just started dating. Uh, I, I'll go ahead and say this on this show because I, I just, I can't, I, I got I to got, I get this out there, right? I got to say this. <laughs> the CFO up and left me on Valentine's Day. Right. I mean, that's so now I really hate Valentine's Day. And y'all, that is a joke. That is a joke. He he did leave, but (laughs) was work related reasons. And he's coming. I I promise he's coming back. He's coming back. Somebody has to fund this fund this fun house. Um, (laughs) But uh, yeah, he 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 had the audacity to up and leave me on Valentine's Day. (laughs) And again, that's it's a joke. It's a joke. Okay, and the fact that I had to say <laughs> it was a joke, it makes it less funny, but that's whatever. Yeah. Yeah, well, uh, I spent the, the day watching some really good horror movies, as one does while they're having the VD. 
Uh, was it a good Joe Bob Briggs last drive-in special? If anybody's into that, uh, we watched Tammy and the T-Rex, which was originally a terrible movie, but it's grown on me. Starring um, Paul Walker and Denise Richards. It's very odd. That is odd. <laughs> it's, it's, wasn't there a, it's, what, it's both of their first movies. Isn't there a slasher flick called My Bloody Valentine from the 80s? Yeah, and it's on my list of movies to watch because somehow I've not seen it. I think, but I, th- I shall be watching I think there's like a trilogy or there's like four of them. I want to say they made more yeah. than one. They definitely remade it. Okay, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Um, Yeah, I hear mixed reviews on it, but I guess I should just watch it for myself. But there was also The Love Witch, which was very, like, kind of Hitchcock-y, like, kind of Lifetime movie-y, but takes itself a little more seriously. I don't know, it was kind of funny. It wasn't really scary, but I watched a bunch of other horror movies. um, I won't name just just tons of them it seems like a good day to spend a singles awareness day so (laughs) oh yeah hold on slumber party massacre and it follows i mean two very romantic movies especially since it follows is about a passing a a like a demon ghost through uh intercourse so nice very appropriate oh like a (laughs) like a uh uh, a succubus type type of thing yeah so Yeah, that whole chestnut in the movie is <laughs> these teenagers trying to figure out how to get rid of it. But all right, good kind of recommend. It's not my favorite, but it's better than nothing. I guess. Right. So. Classic. Anyone else up to anything cool or interesting or noteworthy? Nah. We just uh, we got out the Uno cards last night, and we had a game that lasted over an hour. That oh. it just kept going. Me. And my husband and my mother-in-law, we, we were playing. And I was like, this is probably the longest game of Uno we've ever been able to keep going. And the hubs yeah. actually ended up winning out at the end. But I was like, you know what? I'm just glad. I'm just glad we were able to end that, that one game. All right. Yeah. yeah, but it's fun to have game nights like that, just like kind of spontaneously and stuff. I mean, I feel like we don't do that as much as we used to. We right. don't. We don't because everybody's playing the games on their phones and stuff like that, right? Yeah. But I tell you what, mm-hmm. in in was it nineteen ninety four? I think it was the winter of ninety four when I was on UK's campus. We spent that whole gigantic shutdown snowstorm in Blanding Three playing. Uh, and I, I, we oh well, Nate used to be on here, so I think I can say this on this podcast. Yeah. B- uh, bullshit. The card game. Bullshit. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's a fun game. That's a real fun I'm game. I've not played that forever. That and Gin Rummy. We we played Rummy oh, a lot. Oh, yeah. 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 Yes. For sure. That's, well, we, I mean, we I really like, we love Uno. We also love the game Scategories. I haven't played but we that don't in forever. The, yeah. We don't use the timer. We actually give, we're like, just everybody say when they're ready. Because uh, we think the timer's stupid. So we kind of play, kind of go on our own with that. But, uh, but yeah, we we really enjoy that. But what's fun is when, like, when you're playing with someone that knows you really well, mm-hmm. you end up saying a lot of this thing because you've been around each other so much. So, like, me and my brother used to put the dumbest stuff ever down as an answer, and he would have the same thing. And it's just like, no way, there's no way you have that. I'd make him show his paper. I was like, you're lying. And no, we just spend way too much time together, and our answers are the same. 
Yeah, I actually kind of miss, you know, just talking about the snow days and, and stuff like that. I actually do kind of miss growing up when we had snow days because our winters were spent, um, like, doing puzzles and all that kind of stuff. We had a, we had a, a board. It literally was a board that we'd bring in from the garage and put, like, where the in downstairs where the TV was and put blankets and stuff on it. And that's where we built all our Legos and constructs and... Uh, wrestle and all all kinds of stuff during the winter so that was always fun you know and going outside and playing in the snow but you know I was like 10 and now I'm 45 and it sucks and I hate it <laughs> right <laughs> yeah funny how that changes when you grow right? up huh? exactly yeah snow can suck it uh, to be a kid again eh, I like being an adult better but that's neither here nor there it's now time for America's, I don't know, fourth favorite segment. Um, Sarah tries because we're not together and I couldn't bring the snack to everybody else. <laughs> and I'm so <laughs> I don't care. Like, He's really upset. I'm so upset because this is my, my one of my favorite food days of the year. Uh, is, I know. You know, is is Fat Tuesday because, and I'll tell you, Shamrocks, shout out to them because they do a hell of a good job with the jambalaya, with the with the Creole, with the etouffee, with all of that stuff. Steve down there does a fantastic job, and that's where, honestly, that's where we always go and get the Fat Tuesday stuff, and we'll either eat it down there or bring it home. They have hurricanes and all kinds of stuff. It's a lot of fun down there, and it sucks because I am stuck in my house. <laughs> Man, I didn't know the Shamrocks did that. I'm gonna they're, Next year, they're going to be on my list of they, uh, Mardi Gras food. They've honestly been doing it for uh, several, several years. Like that's kind of been our our when when they start when they first started it. This has been years ago. We went down there and it was really good. So we just kept going back. Hmm. Nice. Yeah. Well, you know, I also love shamrocks, and I don't eat it enough. So next year, that's where I'll be going for Fat Tuesday. I usually go to Gumbo Yaya because it's down the street, and it's very good. It is. I'm a fan. Gumbo Yaya is very and, delicious. Uh, I also love bur- bourbon in Toulouse, mm-hmm. but it it's so far away. There's a gumbo yaya five minutes from me, so it works out. It's it's all good. I like them all. Look, I like them all. Uh, don't make me choose one. Um, so, as we mentioned earlier, it's Mardi Gras season, and I would love to have had some good king cake because I mean, you can't really yep. beat a good king cake. And then, what if you win? What if you get the baby? That's even better. I mean, uh, this weather just really really has the cinnamon rolls, the king cake cinnamon rolls. They put those on uh-huh. uh, Instagram. Ooh, I wish I would have known that. I'd have run by there on my way home. But um, they got some good cinnamon rolls. But yeah, the weather do. just really wasn't up to anyone having a good time, apparently. But it's a good thing that I have a backup. Because uh, one of the 40 times that I went to Kroger over the past couple of weeks. Yeah, sidebar. <laughs> I've been getting HelloFresh, so I don't need to go to the store as much. But that makes me forget things. And then I'm like, crap, I need like three things from the store. And that happens to me like every other day. So they know who I am at Kroger. It's embarrassing. But um, I found these limited edition cotton candy flavored Twinkies on one of my trips. So, I mean, I had to. I had to try them. Um, they look disgusting and they smell like cotton candy. So. <laughs> That's what the whole the whole essence of everybody slash Sarah tries is. I'm kind of glad that glad that I'm opting out of this one. I, I'm not I'm not going <laughs> to lie to you on that. I'm not going to lie to you on that. 
you will be sad when it comes later because I do have some uh, Mardi Gras themed food that I was munching on for a, yeah. a different one. But yeah. Let me just go ahead and get this stupid Twinkie thing out of the way. Let me try it. Hold on here. I was going to say it looks just like a normal Twinkie. Like it's not, it's not a different color. I was expecting well, like a pink for Twinkie. Them to be caught candy. Oh, oh the inside's so pink. Cream, the cream inside is a different color, yeah. but on the outside it still looks. Yeah, it it's a, another case of smells stronger than it tastes. But it doesn't even really taste that much like cotton candy. I mean, I get a cotton candy taste, but I was expecting it to be a lot more sugary. So that's good because I wasn't prepared to eat a bunch of sugar. All right. But, I mean, I don't really does, love Twinkies to begin with, but. How does it taste compared to a normal Twinkie? Um, slightly more cotton candy y. Like, I can definitely tell it's supposed to be cotton candy flavored, but it's not overwhelming. Like, I mean, you know me, I'm not going to let them go to waste, but I'm not going to buy them again. And everyone in my office is trying to be healthy, so uh, I guess I won't be taking them to work. Oh, well. Well, I guess I could bring them to Renee. Would you try it? Yeah, I'll try one. Yeah, but, you know, not it, just because everybody in your office is dieting, not everybody in that department is dieting, and somebody will eat it. Very true. I'm just going to dump them out somewhere and let just them, them be a Just put them in the IV room, Rachel, eat them. <laughs> I mean, you're probably not wrong. So, there's that. They're not overly cotton candy -y. Uh, I mean, if you like a Twinkie, I'd say give it a shot, but, I mean, I don't, I've never really found myself running towards the Twinkie boxes, but. I'm a, a little Debbie Zebra Cakes girl myself, but that's the cross that yeah. I bear. Shout out so. to Nutter Butters, yo. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I like, I like all of them. There you go. All right. So now it's time for America's second favorite segment, uh, Renee's Reports. So, yeah. Renee, what you got for us? Uh, okay. So, Nestle announced yesterday that they are going to be releasing a vegan Kit Kat. It's going to be called Kit Kat V. Ooh, original. Yeah. So you'll be looking at, they're expecting, <laughs> you're going to be expecting those um, to be in stores sometime this year. They didn't really, they said they're going to put them out in certain markets. They did not wow. think that name through. Wow, I wish they would have called it like V card or something like that. <laughs> they're just going to throw <laughs> V out there like that. They did not think that through. <laughs> well but that's what's happening so they said that um one of the chocolatiers said that on twitter one of the most common questions that they get is when are you going to make vegan candy and so they're trying it out with the kit kat and they said they felt they feel like it's successful so they're putting it out in a few markets to give it a try and if it is pretty successful then they're going to start pushing it out more to everyone so there's a very good chance we're going to see that in uh, in stores. Okay, so you remember uh, last week when we played the game and I asked you guys about the breweries in Lexington, right? Mm -hmm. And you all went back and forth and you were like, well, there wasn't that many. So we ended up expanding it in the middle of the game to all of Kentucky until one of you guys won, right? So just to, to list a few that are in Lexington, you got what, West Six, right, and Fusion. Mm-hmm. Ethereal, mm -hmm. uh, Blue Stallion, Mirror Twin, Country Boy, 
Pivot, Rock House, Town Branch, all of those. Well, guess what? We're getting yet another brewery in town, and it's not like the others. This one is going to be a sake brewing company. It's going to a couple of the guys from Ethereal, plus another investor, got together, and they decided to be to make a brewery that's going to be the only one in the state of Kentucky. There's only 20 other ones out there. This is not something that you would normally see. And it, it's going to be called Void Saki Company. And it's going to be located on uh, National Avenue here in Lexington. And they're planning on opening up by the end of the month. But I would imagine this snow probably hindered some of that. So it may be pushed back a little later. But we're going to be getting us some sake. That's all I, I mean, I'll try it. Oh, that's it. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's it. For some reason, I was expecting more, but okay. All right. Yeah. Um. No, there's, no, there's not a lot still yet to report, and the weather's not helping. Yeah, so. that's definitely true. The weather's absolutely yeah. not helping anything. But, all right. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> that's Renee's reports. <laughs> yes, I like it. It's very festive. That's the ABC News Wide World News theme. Dun, 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 oh, dun. yeah. Dun, 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 it sounded dun, familiar. Dun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was a very good reenactment. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> All right. So that leads us into this week's podcast question, which um, has taken lots of turns, I guess you could say. So we're. We originally put one out about Lent, so Mardi Gras on Fat Tuesday represent more than just a fun time and a reason to party like it's 1999. It's the last time you get your vices out of the way before the Lenten season begins. So Lent is the 40-day season before Easter where people take the time to reflect on their lives by giving up something they would otherwise enjoy throughout the year. It's very reminiscent of like what Jesus did for all of the people i'm not really good at explaining it but <laughs> it's very eloquent i know it's close enough but it would seem as though there aren't as many people that celebrate lent as i thought which shocks me because i know of a lot of people that do dang so, heathens a bunch of heathens listen to this show or at least follow on social just, media damn maybe they were just like you know what, F2021, too, we're going to do whatever we want, which I totally get. Like, it's, it's fine. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. Lent is the only Catholic thing that I remotely do anymore. So, well, I mean, it's like, the well, one thing I cling to. Well, they also, they're like, I've already given up so much with COVID. They're like, I don't want to sacrifice anything else. So That's true. I mean, yeah. I asked the question on several social media accounts. I ran polls. All the polls were like, no, I don't do Lent. So... Uh, we threw that one out the door, and we audibled at the very last second this morning. And uh, thank you to all of the people that answered, because yes. I got a flurry of responses immediately. So this is amazing. Well, and Thank all- you. Shout out to Carrie for giving me the question. I, I was going to say, you're welcome. <laughs> yes. Thank you. It was a very good idea. It was very pertinent. Also, uh, relatable to the day. Hold on. I got a burp. Yes. Excuse me. Um so, the new question that Carrie proposed was, what is your go-to snack on a snow day? So, let's go around yeah. the horn and talk about our go-to snack. So, Renee, what's yours? Uh, when it's cold outside, I always want something warm 
And I also tend to go toward comfort food. So like a good grilled cheese and a good bowl of soup or a cup of hot chocolate or like what Carrie said she had earlier, she had some cider, like just something warm to kind of make you feel better since it's so icy outside. Yeah. How about you, Carrie? Yeah, that's what I would say. Maybe it might not be a snacky snack, but uh, when, when growing up and we used to come out, you know, we'd be playing in the snow for hours and hours and hours, and then you come in for lunch and always like a tomato soup or vegetable soup with yeah. nine times out of ten. I mean, I like the grilled cheese, but I really enjoy a good peanut butter and jelly sandwich with the vegetable soup. Yes. I really do. No, so, okay. so yeah, that's that's a that's the definite go-to for sure. Nice. Um... I'm definitely a warm drink person. I love a good afternoon cup of coffee. I mean, I love that on any day. But really, like, it's snowing outside. You're just kind of, like, chilling, watching movies. I like to have a nice cup of coffee. Also, side note about coffee. I bought this on a whim, but I bought Fruity Pebbles coffee creamer. And it tastes like Fruity Pebbles cereal milk. (laughs) It is wild. (laughs) So... I think I'm going to have that as my answer. Either that or like a nice big chai latte or like a a bowl of homemade chicken noodle soup. I mean, really, you can't go wrong, really, honestly. Mm-hmm. Or or when it snows a lot, you got to make that snow cream. You got to. A.K.A. <laughs> and I am I have coined this phrase. This is patent pending. I made this up. Trademark. I Trademark, patent pending, whatever you want to call it. I made this up. Snow cream. If you think about it, is nothing but hillbilly shaved ice. We're all familiar with the Kona Hawaiian ice, right? Seriously. And if you look at it, it has the same consistency. It's the same consistency as Hawaiian ice. Snow cream is nothing but hillbilly shaved ice. Period. End of story. That is my term. And if anybody uses that, they have got to attribute it to me. Yes, so she needs 30% royalties yes. on that one. Yes, um, I mean, that was that was our thing growing up. Like, if it snowed a bunch, like, my dad would always make us snow cream. You know, it's just, like, snow off of the back deck, and then you pour milk and vanilla in it. And I mean, it tastes like janky ice cream, but, I mean, it's, it's not good for you at all. It's probably terrible for you, but it's so good. Oh, and sugar. You got to put sugar in there, too. Man, so good. So many memories. So um, let's go ahead and get started here with our social media answers. On Facebook, my brother, Brad, said, chili cheese Fritos and milk. There's a lot of weird combos on here, but I ain't judging anybody. Like, listen, I ain't here to judge your food preferences. But, I mean, maybe Renee a little bit, but you're just so (laughs) picky. I'm sitting right here. You see me, right? I know. That's why I say it's your face. <sighs> no, I don't. I don't. I don't see you. I don't see you. Um, Elena said hot chocolate and homemade chili, not together, obviously. But you know what? If you want to mix them together, I ain't no joke. Hey, and a lot of people, a lot of people like a, a big glass of milk with their chili while they're eating their chili. I know that's a thing. So it is a yeah. Um, Chrissy. Chrissy, y'all. It's a grilled cheese sandwich and tomato soup. All I'm thinking. Right, you can't go wrong with that. The, that's the best meal from Panera, by the way. Yeah. Um, what's it? Josie Co- said. What, what, what's that cost from Panera? Like $150 or something? <laughs> it's expensive. Um, 100, only if you uh, DoorDash. 
it's gonna cost about tree pity. Okay. Um, <laughs> if anyone watches South Park, you know tree pity. Uh, Josie said popcorn, homemade on the stove or on the wooden stove if your electricity's out. Um, Ellen said chili and whatever else I can make, cookies, cakes, etc. Brittany said pizza. Alexis said tomato soup. Lindsay said veggie soup and brownies. Also, not mixed together, of course, but hold on. I have to burp again. I'm sorry, everyone. I'm very gassy today for some reason. <laughs> uh, Valerie said snow cream. Erin said, thanks to TikTok, there are 50 different ways to make potatoes. So besides potatoes, brownies are a good, uh, uh, my go-to snack. Uh, Hannah said bourbon cream and coffee, which that is good. Um, Desiree said, a lovely cup of tea. Jeff said, um, it rhymes with sneer, and it starts with a B, so beer. (laughs) And then Robert said, peanut butter crackers. So then we move on to Instagram. At elutes44 said, fresh hot popcorn. At hebcn also said, popcorn. At the Tara Emily said chips and queso, chili, and a bourbon neat. Sounds like a pretty legit meal to me. Um, at always bring cookies said a banana with peanut butter. At Carrie Ann Insta said cinnamon rolls, hot chocolate, and Valentine's Day candy. I mean, okay. I can get on board with some Valentine's Day candy. Uh, at Heather Joe underscore F said chips. At the Bearded Bourbon Air said top ramen or tomato soup with grilled cheese and beer slash bourbon. At one in Pop Tarts said beer. And at Meg Cameron said white Russian milkshakes. Which, man, I haven't had a white Russian since the last time I hung out with Meg Cameron. God, so. I, haven't had, I haven't had a white Russian since the last time I went to Applebee's. And that has been probably 20 years ago, 20 plus years ago, has to have been like that was a staple college drink for right? me it was a white russian or um an amaretto sour mudslide also <laughs> yeah and God, so remember when we went when we went to uh, lucy brown coffee bar she had made you a white russian coffee oh yeah that was sick yeah yes. That, I forgot about that. That was really... I need to go down there soon and get another one of those. Those things are legit. Yeah, if y'all yeah. don't know Lucy Brown Coffee Bar, well, I don't know. You don't know anything because you need to go there. <laughs> but um, <laughs> um, if you're in the Lexington area, very cool downtown spot. They've been very good to us. They're very cool people. Um, and then on Twitter, at I'm Jay Pizzle said bourbon. At Geek Hops said all dressed chips, which led into a conversation about what that is, which as a avid watcher of Letterkenny, I know what all dressed chips are. Also, I've had them before. They're so good. It's like bar they're like almost like a barbecue chip, but they are taste like ketchupy. They're very good, would recommend. And they're sometimes available here at Kroger. I've not seen them in a long time, but I had them once from Kroger, and they were the bomb. They're up there in Canada, eh? That is definitely a Canadian thing, for sure. Yeah. All dressed chips and poutine are like the two big Canadian things, from what I can gather, from Letterkenny, you know. All, yeah, so the, all your knowledge. The, uh, all, I was going to say, all your knowledge of Canada comes from Letterkenny, yeah. There's literally a whole like scene where they talk about 
how America doesn't have uh, all dressed chips and how it's so sad because they really are so good. But um, let's see. I think that was it on the Twitters. Oh, and at Coffee After Dark said hot chocolate or chocolate milk warmed up, of course. So, I mean, those are some really solid answers for a last minute question. And they were just like, bam, 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 coming in all day long. So thank you, everyone. You have my undying love for jumping in and helping us out at the last minute. So. Good stuff. Good times. Absolutely. Now I want to eat all of that food. <laughs> I mean, nothing says comfort food like a nasty ass weather day out there. Yeah. I mean, and you all remember the harrowing morning I had, so I think I've earned it. Um, well, and I also actually should have said to uh, SOS, shit on a shingle. Which yes. which we used to always eat in the wintertime, which is chip beef and toast. So you get this the really, because it's cheap, right? It's it's cheap and it feeds a lot of people and it's, you know, fills you up or whatever. So it's those cheap, thin ass cut of meat that you get in the mm-hmm. packages. And I it literally, I think it's called, like the, the beef is chip, is called chip beef. Like I think that's the name of the, yeah, the yeah, brand yeah, yeah. or whatever. And then you make up some white gravy and then you toast up some bread and usually we had wheat, but I think the standard is white bread, and then you just pour it all together and eat it. So we did a similar thing growing up, but instead of using chip beef, we used tuna. So we would, and there was just like tuna melts. Okay. So my mom make us tuna melts like pretty much every other week. Well, you know living in a Catholic household where it wasn't just we don't we eat fish on Fridays during Lent. It was we eat fish every Friday. And if you don't like fish, well I guess you're not eating. So it was a lot of salmon patties and tuna melts and <laughs> Love me some salmon pa- I haven't made salmon patties yeah, in forever. Uh, Love me some salmon they patties. Are oh, good. That or was, or uh, a lot of going to Captain D's. <laughs> there you go. I mean, listen, if you don't like Captain D's, you're not my friend, so. I haven't had Captain People that like fish. Yes. That is. Renee, I you're still my friend. Haven't had Captain D's in forever, <laughs> but love love me some Captain D's. Yeah. yeah. I get it every once in a while, and it doesn't agree with my stomach, but yeah, it's nostalgic. It's fried fish. It's fried fish. Uh, they're fried. They're chicken tenders are good, so. I was getting ready to say they do have chicken tenders, so there you go. It's all fried. It's all fried. (laughs) You can't go wrong with anything fried, guys. I mean, you really can't. I mean, they fry butter, so. Speaking of which, and I know you brought it up on GBS yesterday, Carrie, but, and we're going to try it sometime during Lent, but uh, Popeye's getting up on that uh, fish sandwich tip. I'm pretty excited. Yeah, I want to try it. I really do, because I'm telling you what, their chicken sandwich, I did not believe the hype. But now I am a true believer. <laughs> I am a true believer in a Popeye's chicken sandwich, and it, their chicken sandwich is that good. And they got good shrimp too. They do. They do I, shrimp very well. I pretty much exclusively only get shrimp from Popeye's. I mean, I've had the chicken sandwich, and I've had a chicken meal once because I think we no, I ordered shrimp at work. But every time, every time I go there, I get the shrimp because it's. Like off the chain. It's 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 really it's good. It's legit. So I gotta ask you all this before Sarah, we get to to your uh, not necessarily food fight cage match, but at least your what are we gonna call this Mardi Gras no. 
mishmash, I don't know, <laughs> of, <laughs> of food. Um, yeah, body gone mishmash. So, you know, everybody, since we're, since it is snow and it is, it's winter apocalypse and the weather's garbage outside, before all this happened, you know, everybody runs to Kroger, right? Everybody runs to the store, Kroger, Meyer, yeah. whatever you want to say. And I will just say, as a side note, before I ask this question, God bless my pandemic pantry because I did not have to go to the store at all because my food hoarding tendencies since 2020 have provided me <laughs> enough sustainable food to last throughout this week and probably into the next couple if I had to. Anyway, the pandemic pantry has now become the winter apocalypse pantry. So everybody always buys the, the you know, everybody's, uh, the milk, eggs, and bread, right? That's the trinity Haha, see what I did there with the tying it into Lenten season. (laughs) That is the trinity of snow buying. Everyone's like, oh, what are you going to do? Make, you know, make French toast, blah, 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 blah. And that's that's kind of the whole joke. That's especially the joke in in Kentucky anyway. That's always been the the huge joke in Kentucky. So I guess my question to you all, and, and maybe we can pose this on the social medias next week so people can think about it. Whether they're listening to this episode now, they can think about it. What is your what is your trinity? What is your snowpocalypse, winter apocalypse, grocery store trinity that is not milk, bread, or eggs? Hmm. Man. Hold on. I think I might have an answer. Alright, go ahead. Can I count chips and queso as one? Yes. Yeah. Because I have to. Okay. Okay. Because you, you dis- they have to go together, yeah. right? Sure. Yeah. You can't sure. buy one without the other. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's just going to get gross. But um, <laughs> chips and queso, ice cream, and bourbon. Okay. That's, that's not I'm going to eat them all together. Really? That's not, that's not terrible. I'll eat them all in a day, not in the same meal. What? You got anything, Renee? Uh. No, because I would just go literally buy the store out of everything, thinking that I'm not going to be able to go to the store for a month. But there's and I would literally buy everything. But there's not like three things that you that you absolutely would have to have to get you through, like a snowpocalypse type of situation, like a specific cereal, yeah, or or something like that, like a lot of frozen chicken, or you know, I don't. Oh. Probably, I, mean, I definitely probably have to have a frozen pizza. Probably waffles. Uh, I'm a huge fan, huge fan of waffles. Um, and then I would be, I would eat sandwiches. So it'd be some sort of lunch meat or something like that with some chips, and that would get me that would get me through until it cleared up and I could go back out to the store. All right, okay. But I would have to have my bread. That's good. I mean, I've been on a sandwich kick lately. The key yeah. is to get chips and sandwich, and you put the chips on the sandwich. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. especially Doritos, it really works perfectly with Doritos. Yeah. So, just yeah, a tip if you didn't know that. Uh, and then you drink it with a Mountain Dew or a Diet Mountain Dew because uh, that's the real country mountain way to do it. So, yeah. So I think mine would definitely be soup. I would have, well, I yeah, I would have to have soup. Definitely beer. You know, some kind. I gotta have some kind of like I don't have enough alcohol in this house anyway. But um, <laughs> soup, beer, and I'm probably going the frozen pizza route because there's something about this kind yeah. of weather that just makes me want to have frozen pizza. Frozen you know, as, pizza. as yeah. long cross your fingers, knock on wood, knock on my head, knock on your head. As long as you have power, <laughs> right? That's yeah, yeah. yeah, that's the key with that. So that's a question 
I thought you tied into the Lent season with the yeah. Trinity, yeah. and now well, people can be thinking about it. You can ask it on social media next week. Well, what's your all's favorite frozen pizza? Like, what is your go-to? DiGiorno. The, DiGiorno. Thin, the thin crust. <laughs> See, I like a stuffed crust. See, the CFO hates anything with crust. Like, basically, he's thin crust or GTFO. So, and I'm fine with it. I like a thin crust. And DiGiorno makes a decent thin crust, so... I also had their pan pizza, like, last weekend. It was all right, but I think I still like a good, like, good old-fashioned DiGiorno pepperoni stuffed crust pizza. All right. We were DiGiorno and done DiGiorno forever, and I think we burned ourselves out a little bit, so we have went into Red Baron territory at the moment. See, Red Baron used to be our go-to growing up, again, because it was cheap. (laughs) That and the uh, Totino's. And, oh, man... Long story short, I inherited some Totino's frozen pizzas last year and uh, <laughs> made one. And oh my god, I threw it away! Like I, I, I garbage canned it. It was dis- it was disgusting. It was absolutely uh, awful. Yeah. It was terrible. I've never liked Totino's. Um, Red Baron makes those like single serve deep dish yes. pizzas. That's They're pretty, pretty good. good. That's I pretty like good. That. Yeah, I'm gonna have yeah. to get back on the Red Baron train because I haven't been, I haven't had Red Baron in forever. And like I said, growing up, that was a go-to, that was a go-to for us in the frozen pizza. Also, because I think in the '80s that was one of the only frozen pizzas you could buy. So <laughs> I was gonna say there's may all kinds I, of options out there now. May I recommend the French bread pizza from Red Baron? It's ah, also good. Okay, and the little minis. I've had a lot of Red Baron. Maybe I like Red Baron more than I like DiGiorno. I, <laughs> I think I think you do. I think I think you you, you need to get back on the Red I don't Baron. Know. It's good to mix it up and try different things so you're not burnt out on one one kind. Today, but luckily, we have options. Speaking of pizza, on a snow day today, we ordered pizza for lunch at work, and a very handsome man brought us Little Caesars. It was very nice. All right. So, yes. So, look, it was a. It ended up being a nice day all around. So. Now it's time for, I was going to call it the Food Fight Cage Match Home Edition, much like Extreme Makeover Home Edition. Yeah. But you know what? I kind of like Mardi Gras Mishmash or whatever. <laughs> Mardi Gras Mishmash. Oh, yeah. Or the Mardi Gras Ball. Oh, I like that. Brawl. Yeah. Yeah. Mardi, oh, Mardi Gras Brawl. B-R-A-W-L. I like yeah. that. I like that. Yeah. I can't say it, but it's really fun. Mardi Gras Brawl. That's hard to say. Y'all. Whatever. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> so normally if we were together and we didn't have a guest we'd be throwing down in the octagon and having two different kinds of cajun foods i don't know maybe some red beans and rice from papa's versus the equivalent that was milk from, be what i, I suggested. don't know bourbon so and toulouse are gonna yeah i, mean, I love popeye's nice. red beans and rice so good it's all so good i mean who can even pick a winner out of that who knows but since we're stuck at our respective homes during both an ice and a snowstorm, I thought that I'd at least have something festive to eat for the rest of us. It's like festivus for the rest of us, oh, but it's go. February, it's Mardi Gras. Uh, so I knew that this weather was coming, so I prepared on a separate trip to Kroger. Because I told you guys, I've been to Kroger 12 times in the past two weeks. So I prepared by picking up a package of Zatarain's Jambalaya Mix, and then I got uh, a pound of turkey... Uh, kielbasa sausage to go with it and i made that up last night in preparation for today and i already ate it and it was uh magnificent it was a very good 
and it was good for like a box you know jambalaya mix and it got to like sit overnight and really like marinate in the flavor so i liked it i'm into it i don't know how y'all feel about um, boxed cajun food but it's the best i could do in the current situation we used to eat zatarans all the time i i like it i i think it's pretty good yeah i yeah it's good and they have a lot of, they have a lot of different varieties that you can buy too not just the jambalaya yeah. or whatever they got you know they got a bunch of different kind of stuff it's that's decent yeah for what it is it's all right yeah Meyer, they have a cornbread mix over in the aisle like where the cake stuff is and they've got one that is a jalapeno cheddar cornbread that I made and brought in to a potluck at work. Somebody, everybody was doing, somebody brought in chili and everybody was bringing in sides. And I brought that in to go with the the chili and everybody loved it. Nice. And it's Zatarain's brand. Yeah. Nice. They have um, frozen meals too that I was getting there for a while. They got a really good um, like Cajun pasta with chicken. Mm-hmm. I was into it. Yeah. But yeah, I mean... In a pinch, this definitely works for a good Cajun meal. I mean, you could make some Saturn's cornbread or, ooh, like a good, um, like, sweet muffin, sweet corn muffin. I'm forgetting the brand, but I'm looking right at it in J- my mind. Jiffy. Jiffy. Yeah, Jiffy corn yes. muffins. Yeah, so good. Okay. So, I imagine that everybody else would also enjoy jambalaya if we were together. But, alas, we're not... Thanks, Mother Nature, you stupid bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Get out of here. No one likes you. All right. Well, we're about done here. We're reaching the end. So let's go around and talk about what we're drinking. Carrie, what you drinking? So, you know, laissez-le-bé-tom-roll. Let the good times roll up in the fort on Mardi Gras. And, uh, of course, again with the snow, uh, I bourboned up some cider, which is always a always a good time and then i finished that and then i bourboned up some bourbon and uh actually <laughs> actually using the uh banners wax on pick what was left of the banners wax on pick from a previous bourbon, oh, bourbon and bad opinions episode very uh, cobra kai yes and the other one that the rye is uh uh wax off that's their rye pick, oh. which is oh. actually oh, sitting over there. Cool. We, we did we did those on Bourbon Bad Opinions a couple episodes back. But this is the their this is Banner's Barrel Pick from Wilderness Trail okay. d- d- Distillery down there in, in Danville, and it's actually it's actually very good. I was uh I was really happy that uh, Chad from Bourbon and Bad Opinions brought it over because uh it was very delicious. It was really good. Good pick by Awesome, Banners. I like that so, bottle. Yeah, and the bottle's really cool. It's the whole yeah, the co- label's cool. Co- co- yeah. Cobra Kai theme because that's one of the fun things when you do barrel picks. Uh, you mm-hmm. you get you're in charge of making your own labels and naming it and all kinds of stuff, and it's it gets they get really creative, <laughs> really creative. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool though. I really like that. Yeah. Um, what are you drinking on, Renee? Okay, so to keep with my sweet tea theme uh, oh, since yeah. I'm at home uh, one of one of my go-to brands to have at home besides of course making my own which is the best way to go but uh, I went with Gold Peak and I did get the sweet tea when they have one that is unsweet and then they have one that has lemon I'm not a lemon person so this is just straight sweet tea it is a go-to of mine to have at the house I rotate that between 
uh, this one and another one that I will have on uh, talk about on the show at another time. But uh, but this is a good solid one. I think the Zolis keeps it there too. There's a lot of restaurants that have Gold Peak, so uh, I think it's it's a pretty decent option as far as sweet tea goes. Nice. I actually love uh, sweet tea with lemon. So man, I haven't had that in forever. So good. Um, I also like water with lemon, so maybe I just really like lemons. I don't know. Um, I had, because it's snowing outside, and it was a rule that my father had. You drink bourbon when it's snowing and cold. So I had a bourbon and diet L8. Well, I crushed that, and now I'm finishing up uh, another Country Boy Super Premium Lager, which I've had three or four of them now. I feel like maybe it's um, not as good as I thought it was in the first place. Really? It, I mean, the second time I had one, when it was really cold, it kind of just tasted like Coors Light. Or like, yeah, it actually, that is perfectly what it tasted like. Really tasted like the Silver Bullet. But maybe it tastes better once it gets up to room temp. But I mean, I still like it. It's still good. It, it definitely tastes like a cheap beer. It's not cheap, but... I like that they're kind of like, seems like they're paying homage to a good cheap beer. Well, and that's so. a, it's a low-cal, right? Is that a low-cal? Yeah, it's only 100 cal. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. 4.2% ABV and then 100 cals well, per can. That's funny because I think, I think Coors Light's like 90-something. I think Coors yeah. Light's under 100, so. <laughs> right. It's like right there with the Mick Ultra. Yeah. Which is my go-to beer for hey, when I'm hardcore dieting. When, so. when we used to Whatever. go out, when we used to go out and sit for hours at BW3 or wherever and watch and watch, you know, games when you could do that, uh, Coors Lights, the Coors Lights is always my go-to because you can drink them and 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 drink them. So <laughs> I drink them. It was my go-to in college, but I feel like I'm I'm floating towards like a, a Mick Ultra Miller Light area now, but it really just depends. All right. Under- hey. Whatever cheap beer. I feel like light beer is like the the uh, everlasting gobstopper of sports watching beverages, right? Again, because you can drink them and 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 drink them. <laughs> and you never get drunk. It's never like drinking. Well, water. you at least never get any smaller. So. <laughs> yeah. True. Very true. That's a good point. Um, all right. Well, that's it for this episode. Um, you can find our podcast on Twitter and Instagram at Hungry and KY. You can email us hungryandky at gmail.com. You can find our podcast every other Tuesday, wherever fine podcasts are found, including Pandora, Amazon, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, uh, verbal, which I didn't know was a thing, but apparently is, and we're on, and I get notifications about constantly. So, I guess somebody listens to it on there. I don't know. Well, I don't know. Use your podcast player on your phone and find us, Hungry in Kentucky. So, Renee, where do we find our blog? Uh, we are on Facebook and Instagram under Bluegrass Bourbon and Eats. We are at Twitter at BB and Eats, and the website is bbneats.com. Alrighty, and then Carrie, where do we find you at? At GRLS Beer Sports. I'm probably going to be tweeting more, especially this week, because I am bored and probably drunk. <laughs> um, <laughs> you never know which or both. Um, <laughs> so, at yeah, at, That's fair. at GRLS Beer Sports, um, yeah, definitely 
Give us a follow there on the Twitters. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We are on Apple Podcasts. We're on Google Play. We are on Amazon. We are on uh, Spotify. I don't know. We are everywhere. Good podcasts are free. All righty. Well, thanks again for listening to Hungry in Kentucky. And as always, stay hungry, Kentucky.